Hello everybody and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness. I'm your host Ant and once again you join me here in the beautiful New Forest near my home uh, in the UK for the next instalment of my coronavirus musings. And uh, what I want to talk about today um, is something I haven't really heard mentioned an awful lot um, in the alternative media. And that is the notion of freedom, or as this episode states, the illusion of freedom. So if we just start with, um, in terms of the lockdown and the social distancing measures. So obviously, um, governments across the world in an unprecedented move have placed extreme and harsh restrictions on our movement. And here in the UK, since the lockdown was started towards the end of March, I believe now, We've only been able uh, to leave our house um, twice a day on strict instruction. Uh, one of those can be a form of exercise and one of those is to shop for essential items such as pharmaceuticals uh, and food. Now there's been various different forms of lockdown um, in different countries. I believe in Spain they've only just, um, this past few days, have only just allowed children to leave the home. And in Italy I think, uh, where obviously Italy and Spain had the or have had the highest amount of deaths. They had similarly harsh restrictions. So we can see how um, this has uh, constituted a, a massive curtailment of our of our freedom, of our um, individual liberties. Now the interesting thing is, as we know, in terms of freedom and human sovere- sovereignty, uh, a government cannot provide you with freedom. Where, um, if I just talk about the UK, obviously, because I live here and I have experience of how it works. Here in the UK, we have something called, as you're probably aware, something called, excuse the wind just whipping up here, we have something called a representative democracy. So representatives of the people allegedly assemble in Parliament and um, they make decisions on our behalf. And that is said to be, as I said, a representative democracy. And in some way that constitutes freedom. Because we live in a democracy, we have freedom. Now, as we know, if you look at things um, in terms of natural law or universal law or God's law, if you prefer, this idea of um, freedom being bestowed upon us as individuals by government or state is ridiculous They cannot do that. They don't have that authority because they cannot usurp higher or natural law, as I call it. We have freedom and sovereignty as individuals just basically um, through the the inalienable right of us being a human being. So as soon as we're born into this world, it doesn't matter whether you live in the harshest of regimes, authoritarian regimes. Well, most countries seem to be like that now or some sort of um, alleged democracy like here in the UK or in the United States um, or in many other Western countries, um, you know, you don't, the government does not, does not give you, does, as I said before, the government does not give you um, any rights, but it can certainly take them away. It can certainly take your freedom away as we're, as we're seeing now. And I think that um, that's one of the main issues with regards to this lockdown is that, um, the state or the government is telling you when you can and when you can and can't leave your premises and is telling you um, what activities you can do and um, even in some countries telling you you know what time you can go out which is an absolutely ridiculous um, is a ridiculous notion and really 
you know, within the mainstream media, um, when they're trying to deal with this issue of infringements upon our freedom and civil liberties, they just say, it's the classic phrase, well, this is the price that we're going to have to pay in order to defeat the, you know, the invisible enemy, as it keeps being called, the coronavirus nonsense. Now, that is a complete, as I say before, that's a complete misunderstanding. The government can certainly take your freedom away, as we're seeing right now, uh, but they cannot bestow it upon you because we have it. Uh, we have it as one of our inalienable rights. And in certain constitutions around the world, uh, I'm not sure if it's in the American constitution, unfortunately, we don't have uh, a written constitution here in the UK, although it goes right back to the Magna Carta, which you could say was our original written constitution, if you like. I know, obviously, of course, there's a written constitution um, in America, and in some constitutions they have that written down about your inalienable rights as a human being. So the question I really want to pose in this episode with regards to the illusion of freedom is why are people... The, the reason why the mass of society, uh, mass of societies, I should say, around the world are following this and jumping lockstep through these hoops that the government um, and the state are telling them what to do is purely and simply because they don't, the mass of the people don't have this basic intrinsic understanding of freedom, obviously because it's not taught by the media or in educational institutions, so they wrongly believe that the government bestows freedom upon them. Now what that means is, unfortunately, um, what that means is they have no concept um, of the idea that they don't they don't have to consent to this you know they don't if if millions or billions of people i believe uh, it reached at its height around about 3 billion people were locked down obviously they're being released now so getting towards not quite half of the world's population which is a staggering thing figure if you think about it were in lockdown now every government in the world and i think it was actually uh, the governor of uh, New York, is it Cuomo? Cuomo? He said, uh, and it's on many um, alternative uh, YouTube channels, uh, researchers, clips, he actually said, we, we, um, we are passing this, um, these, this legislation into place, and it's not actual laws. And he was saying, you don't act, he, words to the effect of, you don't have to actually follow these. These aren't these aren't actual laws. They're just um, they're just rules. They're diktats. Um, so you don't have to actually follow them. Follow them. So again, <laughs> he was you know telling us actually in that moment the truth. Now I think that particular clip has been has been pulled uh, from many uh, YouTube channels. But anyway, he was like speaking the truth there. They know that if billions of people across the world had ignored had ignored these lockdowns. There was nothing the police authorities could have done because there's billions of us, you know, and there's not enough police security forces or army personnel to um, to have come come out and put down, you know, people just opening up their businesses, uh, going to dentists and doctors as normal, um, going to school, going to work. There's there's literally nothing they could have done. So just back to this point of. Um, because people have no idea about freedom, because people think that freedom um, is actually something they have because they live in a democracy, they are free. I mean, obviously, that illusion now is completely breaking down. And um, But unfortunately, uh, many people are still um, following what the government and uh, the media 
uh, and, the, and the state are telling them what to do in terms of when they can and can't can and can't leave their homes i should say now there's an interesting metaphor uh for this that can help to explain i believe what is happening and why so many people are still in fraud or in fraud i should say to the government and the state not willing to think for themselves and go about their business as normal and this is a phenomenon which you all, got, all you guys i'm sure have heard of is called the stockholm syndrome so this relates to an incident that happened at a bank in stockholm in 1973, uh, when um, a group of um, who people now would be called not bank robbers, would they be called terrorists now? Or, uh, yeah, terrorists. So they held up a bank, as I say, this was in Stockholm in 1973, and um, whilst, and they took hostages. Now, whilst this took place, um, the people that took hostage, ho who, who were hostages, began to develop an irrational attachment. Uh, uh, towards uh, the host towards the um, towards the bank robbers, so they began to literally bond, which sounds bizarre, uh, and form an attachment to the people who were literally enslaving them, to, slaving them to the degree which, when uh, it all ended and it came to court, none of the uh, people who had been held hostage were actually prepared to. Um, uh, testify in court or give evidence absolutely extraordinary so they'd still defend uh, their captors um, the bank robbers to that degree now what I think is happening in this instance with regards to the Stockholm syndrome and I've heard a few other people talk about this because I think it's extremely relevant and worthwhile talking about um, in this moment is the bank robbers if you like are obviously the government and the state and they have uh, they have taken the world's population hostage during this lockdown. Now, rather than trying to break the lockdown, or, or like the uh, um, hostages who didn't try to um, escape and they formed this uh, irrational attachment for the bank robbers, uh, I think billions of people around the world, that's what they're doing. They're attached to the government. They're attached to the government. They literally see the government as this benevolent force and they're waiting for them they're waiting for the public the media the mainstream media announcement announcements to free them and i also think this is linked to this whole whole idea of whereby the the state or uh, the government is seen as the parent the parent or the parent type figure um, because it is in a position of authority so those who are not looking at this from any kind of alternative angle or looking for truth or researching it who are just literally looking at the mainstream news channels and mainstream um, newspapers and mainstream internet sites with all of that information very from a very narrow perspective they they look at that and obviously they cannot they have no reason or ability to think for themselves and as i just said they see big brother state or nanny state or nanny government as there to protect them so they literally they cannot get out of that state of mind it is too challenging or too or too difficult to them and because so many human beings myself involved have um issues from um childhood childhood trauma or even it could just feel you know whereby you didn't feel loved enough or whatever let's just say issues from your childhood that you've never resolved and just buried deep. That's why it's so difficult for us to challenge the authority of the state or the government or your local authority, whoever it is exercising this power. Because to do so, we'd have to delve deep inside ourselves 
to some of the most uncomfortable emotions that we have around not feeling loved as a child um, by our parents or you know even down to horrific cases of where children have not just been emotionally abused but physically abused and we've had to as a society as humanity we've had to uh, suppress that deep within ourselves hide it and not face it and that's why it's so difficult to challenge the mainstream narrative because to go against what the government are saying as it's projected through the media in a sense is almost like going against is going against what your you know it's going against your parents and we all we all desire that love from our parents or I should say let's be politically correct parents or our caregivers we desire that love and we don't want to do anything that might inhibit that love so that's what I think uh, on the level of uh, why uh, a lot of people uh, may be reluctant to look at things, let's just say in a different way, is two factors really. Is Firstly, it's about the Stockholm Syndrome, where we see um, the government, the state, they are effectively acting as uh, the bank robbers in this instance. Uh, and secondly, it's because the state or government really effectively are like our caregivers or our parents in that they're the ones who have control or authority over us. Now, um, I think what's really interesting about this time is uh, as we move forward, um, things are going to become more and more ridiculous because there's so many inconsistencies around the figures and how the figures are being collated and then announced by the government. So we might see people uh, beginning to... Uh, question things um, more and more but it, it is it is difficult when there's such a deep psychological wound there and part of um, this coronavirus um, when we look at it from a more zoomed out perspective part of that is uh, as I think I probably have said before on previous recordings is about healing as I just said that wounded child the inner child and that's why um this coronavirus is so astounding in that it works on so many different levels. It's just, I mean, you could literally, as I woke down, sorry, as I walked down here today from my home, it's about a 15 minute walk. I was thinking, my God, you could literally write volumes and fill a whole library in terms of all the different aspects of what's going on with regards to that to the coronavirus it is it's just so fascinating and i'm obviously in the coming days and weeks um i'm going to uh hopefully cover them so um i think i'll leave things uh, uh here now with regards to this um episode uh thank you um thank you for tuning in and listening uh once again you can um can find me on the normal social media outlet facebook um we have a Facebook group which you can join and contribute to, which will be amazing. We also have a Facebook page uh, on there. You can message us and all previous episodes are listed on there as well. And also, um, if you do have the time, please do press the um, follow button on the Podomatic site and then you'll get updates when um, I upload uh, new information. Um, just lastly, um, please do obviously share this on all of your own social media and ver various internet platforms. Um, I'd love to hear how you're getting on. I hope you're all doing well. Um, I realise that in you know the lockdown is slowly being released. Um, we've got another week here in the UK, 
uh, before uh, we're told that announcements and, uh, towards um, releasing it are, are going to be made. So we've still got around about another week. So anyway, thanks again for tuning in, guys. It's been great to connect with you all again on this amazing event. Uh, and I'll just leave you with these wise words, uh, never truer said than in, in these extraordinary moments. Remember, folks, if you're not in control of your consciousness, then someone else is. Bye for now. Bye.